Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs on your whole country. The Nile will teem with frogs. They will come up into your palace and in your bedroom and onto your bed, into the houses of your officials and on your people, into your ovens and in your kneading troughs. The frogs will come up on you and your people and all of your officials. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, stretch out your hand with your staff over the streams and canals and ponds and make frogs come up on the land of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land. But the magicians did the same thing by their secret arts. They also made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Pray to the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people, and I will let you go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, I leave to you the honor of setting the time for me to pray for you and your officials and your people so that you and your houses may be rid of the frogs, except for those that remain in the Nile. Tomorrow, Pharaoh said, Moses replied, it will be as you say, so that you may know there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you and your houses, your officials and your people. They will remain only in the Nile. After Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh, Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs he had brought on Pharaoh. And the Lord did what Moses asked. The frogs died in the houses, in the courtyards, and in the fields. They were piled into heaps, and the land reeked of them. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the ground, and throughout the land of Egypt the dust will become gnats. They did this, and when Aaron stretched out his hand with the staff and struck the dust of the ground, gnats came on people and animals. All of the dust throughout the land of Egypt became gnats. But when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret arts, they could not. Since the gnats were on people and animals everywhere, the magicians said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he would not listen, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and confront Pharaoh as he goes to the river, and say to him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you do not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies on you and your officials, on your people and into your houses. The houses of the Egyptians will be full of flies. Even the ground will be covered with them. But on that day, I will deal differently with the land of Goshen where my people live. No swarms of flies will be there so that you will know I am the Lord and I am over this land. I will make a distinction between my people and your people. This sign will occur tomorrow. And the Lord did this. Dense swarms of flies poured into Pharaoh's palace and into the houses of his officials throughout Egypt. The land was ruined by the flies. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go sacrifice to your God here in the land. But Moses said, That would not be right. 
the sacrifices we offer the Lord our God would be detestable to the Egyptians. And if we offer sacrifices that are detestable in their eyes, will they not stone us? We must take three days' journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God as he commands us. Pharaoh said, I will let you go to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God in the wilderness, but you must not go very far. Now pray for me. Moses answered, As soon as I leave you, I will pray to the Lord, and tomorrow the flies will leave Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Only let Pharaoh be sure that he does not act deceitfully again by not letting the people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Then Moses left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord did what Moses asked. The flies left Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Not a fly remained. But this time also Pharaoh hardened his heart and would not let the people go. The second plague of Moses was the plague of frogs. And just like the first plague involved the Nile River and the fact that to the Egyptians the Nile was a god, the frogs of Egypt were worshipped as gods. Their name for their frog god was Hecht. H-E-Q-T would be the way you'd spell it in English. And so when the Lord made the frogs into a plague, it was actually turning their idea of one of their gods against them. Just reading in uh, verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say to him, this is what the Lord says, let my people go so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs on your whole country. And he goes on to explain they'll be everywhere. They'll be in your houses, in your beds, in your bedrooms, in your food, and uh, your officials and your regular common people will suffer from it. Everybody's going to have more frogs than they want. And so this happened. The Lord caused the frogs to come. And once again, the magicians of Egypt were able to duplicate the sign, the supernatural sign, and through their magic arts, through Uh, some manipulation of evil that we don't understand fully, they were able to duplicate the plague of frogs. And so Pharaoh was not moved by all this. And then the Lord stepped up to the next plague. Now, this next plague, the third plague, involves gnats. From this point forward, the magicians of Egypt are not going to be able to duplicate the plague. And so in verse 16, we read, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the ground, and throughout the land of Egypt the dust will become gnats. Now notice this is inorganic dust becoming organic living matter, gnats. And so this wasn't a trick. This was something supernatural that had transpired. And whereas the magicians may have been doing something by way of sleight of hand previously, they couldn't duplicate this one. And so when Aaron struck the uh, dust of the ground, the gnats came on people and animals, and uh, all the dust throughout Egypt became gnats. Now imagine that. The magicians tried to produce the gnats, and they could not. And so the magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. I love that expression. This is the finger of God. And uh, the Bible goes on to say Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he wouldn't listen just as the Lord had said. And so the Lord sends yet another plague. This is the fourth plague, and this is the plague of flies. Reading from verse 20, then the Lord said to Moses, get up early in the morning and confront Pharaoh as he goes to the river and say to him, this is what the Lord says, let my people go so that they may worship me. That's the refrain over and over again. 
If you do not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies on you and your officials and on your people into their houses. All the houses of the Egyptians will be full of flies. Even the ground will be covered by them. And so this happened. Pharaoh didn't let the people go. And so um, the Lord promised that this was going to happen. But the Lord made one little additional promise. He says, this time, I'm going to deal differently with the land of Goshen. Now, Goshen was contiguous to the main body of the population in Egypt. It was not geographically separated. And so for the Lord to make a difference where the plague of flies didn't fall on Goshen was doubly supernatural. And so here's the promise, um, verse 22. But on that day, I will deal differently with the land of Goshen where my people live. No swarms of flies will be there so that you will know that I, the Lord, am in this land. I will make a distinction between my people and your people. And this sign will occur tomorrow. And so this twofold demonstration of power. First, the plague of flies itself, and then the fact that the Lord was able to spare his people from suffering from the plague. And so this one moves Pharaoh to some degree. Pharaoh comes up with a partial compromise. He says, "Um, go sacrifice to your God here in the land. In other words, you want to worship your God, do it right here. You can do it right here. And Moses responded and said, that wouldn't be right. The sacrifices we offer the Lord our God would be detestable to the Egyptians. And if we offer sacrifices that are detestable in their eyes, will they not stone us? And so why was he worried about being stoned? Because the Egyptians were in part animist. They worshiped animals. They worshiped cows. They worshiped bulls. I already mentioned they worshiped frogs. They worshiped assorted animals. And so to sacrifice animals would have been a direct affront to the Egyptians and their religious beliefs. And so Moses says, no, we got to go into the wilderness. And Pharaoh offers a second compromise. He says, I'll let you go to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God in the wilderness, but don't go very far. But once again, Pharaoh reneged. The Lord saw that Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he wouldn't let the people go. And so the plagues resume in the next chapter. Now, this is kind of a wrap up for today. But we had the plague of frogs, the plague of gnats, uh, the plague of flies. When the gnats came on the scene, changing dust in organic matter to organic matter, the magicians could no longer hang with Moses and Aaron, duplicating these signs and wonders. And then the Lord further made a difference between what he was doing and what the magicians did by separating the plagues on just the Egyptians and not on the Jews living in Goshen. And so Pharaoh is moved, but not moved enough to relent as we finish. And so, Lord, uh, we just see your hand moving in Egypt to show yourself strong, to reveal yourself both to your Jewish people and to the people of Egypt and the people for all time. Lord, may we see your hand in those things that you are using to demonstrate your power, both in the scriptures and in our day. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.